Welcome to the Coin Black History on the Other Side podcast, hosted by Brittany Wilkins. This podcast is brought to you by Historians Connect. Historians Connect is a nonprofit organization with a mission to bridge the gap between African American history and culture by preserving the legacies of African Americans, debunking myths, defining black excellence while rewriting the narrative of African-American history. If you tuned into the show to learn a new and different perspective on black history, you're in the right place. This is not America's founding father's history of slavery and oppression. We're changing the culture by changing the narrative, educating listeners on various aspects of black history spanning from ancient African history to current day events affecting communities around the world. Empowerment through cultural education. This is The Coin, black history on the other side. I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee I will spark the brain that will change the world. Tupac Shakur. You are tuned into episode 19 of The Coin, Black History on the Other Side on this day June 16th, 1971, Tupac Shakur was born. Recently visiting Los Angeles, California, I had the opportunity to explore history and learning about the life and legacy of the acclaimed artists and activists. On today's show, I want to share about my experience visiting the Wake Me when I'm free exhibit. The exhibit was created in collaboration with the Shakur estate. The exhibit to sum it up is a contemporary art museum that gives visitors insight into Tupac's archives preserved by his estate. I was standing outside of the J. W. Marriott, L.A. Live in downtown L.A., people watching. And looking down the street, I noticed a young man standing on the corner behind a table. Curious as to what he was selling, I walked over and laid out on the table. He had Tupac and Nipsey Hussle apparel. A fan of both artists, I decided to support the young man's hustle, and buying a couple shirts. As I continued to look through his inventory, we began to talk more about Tupac, and he asked me if I visited the Tupac Museum. And right across the street from where we were standing was a building housing the exhibit. At first glance, you would never think anything of it. But it makes sense as I saw Tupac posters around downtown L.A. and murals. And I now understand why the young man was standing on the corner hustling Tupac in Nipsey shirts. In exploring history, 
I do like to do my research prior to visiting museums, but living in the moment decided to explore the museum with an open mind. And to my amazement, the exhibit showcased a tremendous display of black excellence and black history. It was unlike any other hip hop museum I've explored. This venue was not about the thug life persona of Tupac portrayed in the media. And it was also not overshadowed by his beef with Christopher Wallace, also known as Biggie Smalls. It was bigger than hip hop based on the foundation of what Tupac, one of the most influential writers and artists of his generation. It was the foundation his mother instilled within him of becoming a man of intellect by feeding his mind with books. As quoted by Afeni Shakur, in my home, a book, any book is a sacred item. A book is more important than a light bulb. A book is more important than a sofa. A book must be preserved. And that is the home Tupac lived in. You know, I was really enlightened by the fact that the museum not solely focused on the achievement and accomplishments of Tupac, but it brought to light Afeni Shakur's activism and involvement with the Black Panther Party. Exiting the opening gallery, I entered through what I considered to be the Black Power Gallery with a Black Power Fist position in the center with walls with Black Panther Party literature showing many pictures of Jamal Joseph, Huey Newton, and others. But what really drew me in was one on one of the exhibition walls, it was a letter composed by Afeni Shakur entitled, We Will Win. We're in, in January of 1970. You see, the political activist was involved in the Black Panther Party movement. And it led to her being arrested along with other members of the suspicion of conspiracy to kill police officers and bomb police stations. She was imprisoned physically, but liberated mentally. So in her letter, Afeni writes, we know that You are trying to break us up because we are the truth and because you can't control us. We know that you always try to destroy what you can't control. We know that you are afraid of us because we represent a truth of the universe. We're not being tried for any overt act nor attempt to commit any overt act. We are being tried for bringing within the minds the focusing of ideas of centuries and trying to bring this knowledge into a workable plan to liberate our people from oppression. And sharing a snippet of this letter, never before had I seen any works from Mrs. Shakur until visiting the museum. So from Tupac's poetry, 
music lyrics, screenplays, it became very evident to me walking through the exhibit how his mother planted the seeds of wisdom. You know, it's one thing to read someone's work through a publication or online, but it's a completely different atmosphere when I was reading many of Tupac's poems, lyrics, and screenplays handwritten, taken from his notebooks that had been archived by his estate. The writings on the exhibition walls displayed Tupac's creative genius and his crafty knack for metaphors and wordplay. You know, I really lost time as I was immersed in reading many of his writings. There was a poem display within the poetry exhibition space entitled, Where There Is a Way. Where There Is a Will resonated with me. Where there is a will, there is a way to search and discover a better day where a positive heart is all you need to rise above and succeed, where young minds grow and respect each based on their deeds and not their color. When times are dim, say as I say, where there is a will, there is a way. The museum led the way in unveiling the life and times of Tupac, the will to keep his legacy alive many generations after his untimely death, his music being timeless for all of us who were born with the burden of blackness. The African Panthers notebooks and binders really express Tupac's mission to be revolutionary and continuing the fight for social change and the betterment of his people, just as his mother did. A student of history, he was really liberating and attempting to liberate his people through his artistry. So as I journeyed through the museum, I could see piece by piece how his legacy was built. As I stood in the museum, listening to his music and interviews, I really began to have some flashbacks. You know, I was standing there thinking, when was the moment I first heard a Tupac song? It was at my hairdresser's house getting my hair braided. She was playing his song, I Ain't Mad At Ya. And I was thinking, why is she playing this song over and over again? And at this time, I was not aware of that Tupac had been shot and killed. And as my hairdresser was speaking on the phone, I remember her voice sounding sad as she spoke. And back then, I didn't get why her demeanor was so low. But being at the exhibit, it really became a full circle moment for me as I stood in the museum and understood why Tupac was one of her favorite rappers. Beloved by many, and really for the culture, he was seen as the Martin and Malcolm 
Tupac gone too soon. But his museums, the ones like this exhibit, Wake Me What I'm Free, like these, is what helps to continue to have his legacy live on. And as I made my way through the exhibition, reading all things he experienced in his life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and viewing personal items on display, the word legacy was running through my mind. From the writings, to the notebooks, the music catalog, they are more than just artifacts from his archives. These items make up the sum total of his legacy. Legacy leaves a paper trail. So I ask you this question for those of you who are listening. What legacy are you leaving and how are you leaving it? And to whom are you passing your legacy on to? Remember this. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Coin Black History on the Other Side podcast. Learn, explore, and create history with us. Visit us on the web at www.historiansconnect.org. Remember, a people without knowledge of their history is like a tree without roots. Stay connected to your roots.